The following podcast may contain themes and references not suitable for young people and may also contain themes and references that might be offensive to some listeners. Be advised that no ill will has been intended in recording this episode and it has been done so purely for entertainment purposes. If you have any concerns or complaints about what is discussed in the following episode, please contact us. Listener discretion is advised. Time to frock up, put on the sequence and say Guten Tag from Liverpool. We bring you Australia's original Eurovision podcast, Eurovision. Direct from the Eurovision capital of Australia, Sydney. Now, here's your host. Yes, it is Eurovision. Welcome back to your favourite once a year Eurovision podcast, the original Australian Eurovision podcast, coming to you today for a very, very special episode. Our very first ever interview here on Eurovision, outside of myself, Jared, Alex, Noah, and technically Colin. We are here today to bring you a brand new spanking guest, and I'm so excited be able to welcome for the very first time on this show a competitor from Eurovision. She represented Ireland at the 2022 Eurovision Song Contest in Italy, Brooke Scullion. Now, you're going to hear me do a proper introduction for Brooke in just a moment, but this is a fun chat that you're going to get a lot out of. We're going to learn why Brooke is coming to Australia, what you can expect from Brooke coming to Australia, her very recent appearance on Dancing with the Stars in Ireland, and just how she did on that. And a very unique story when it comes to a fan interaction. It's a it's a great story and one that is one of my favorite things I've ever heard in any of my interviews in my entire broadcasting career. So sit back, relax, and listen as I introduce properly our very first guest on Euros Vision, the one, the only, Brooke Scallion. In our near eight-year history here on Eurovision, we have done a lot of things, but one thing we have actually never done is we've never had a guest on this show, but we are about to end that streak right now, and what a way we are doing that with our guest on the show. She represented Ireland at Eurovision in 2022, interim with her song, That's Rich, which I'm just saying right now, robbed of not making the final. We can get into that. And she's about to hit our shores here in Australia on a tour being hosted by the official Eurovision fan club in Australia, OGAE, hitting Perth, Melbourne, Adelaide, Sydney and Brisbane to do a bit of a Eurovision preview to a look ahead to some of the entries in Eurovision in 2023, perform some music and have a great old time. And it's a pleasure to welcome to Eurovision, the one, the only, Brooke Scullion. Brooke, welcome to the program. Oh, that was exhausting. What an introduction. Congratulations. Thank you. I got through it. I got through it, right? (laughs) Uh, We we had no issues before hitting record, so it was just smooth sailing all the way through, wasn't it? We we got there, right? Technology (laughs) is our friend. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, But it's, it's a pleasure, Brooke. I mean, just... Off air, we're talking a little bit about uh, never been to Australia before. You're, you're literally on a plane tomorrow at the time of, of recording this. First of all, how are you feeling? Long flight ahead of you, but a great place Woo-hoo! to come and visit. 
I'm so excited. I don't think you understand. Like, <laughs> it's going to be insane. We're kind of nervous because we can be kind of chaotic. And obviously, Australians are known for being chaotic as well. So it's just going to be a big melting pot of disaster. <laughs> we, we, we fit all <laughs> together like, well, I think. I think the Irish and the Australians. I think we're going to be best friends. I, I, I definitely <laughs> agree with that. I mean, it must be one of these exciting things that come from representing your country in Eurovision when you sort of get to do all of these things. But the unique aspect of Australia still being in Eurovision, you're welcome, Europe, is that you get asked to come to the other side of the world. You're not just going to Austria. You've got Australia, right? That's more exciting than going to Austria. No, literally one syllable more. Like we're, we are, (laughs) and you get, I, this is the fun thing about being a singer and being a performer you never know what opportunities can come your way. And representing my country has just changed my life. Like I'm just off Dancing with the Stars um, in Ireland and that was two days ago. One day ago, it was yesterday. What day is today? <laughs> ah, who cares? It's, it's one of those days. Who cares? You're about to lose another one flying to Australia, Brooke. It's fine. <laughs> I know. I know. It's absolutely fine. Like I'm so excited and obviously now i can dance i can put on a better show for everyone <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say uh yeah runner up on uh dancing with the stars and Island. congratulations by the way so i can imagine that <sighs> during this eurovision uh preview tour the, the dancing element people are going to be expecting a lot more from you now from that dancing side no pressure on that no pressure never pressure of course i'm putting pressure on myself of course i want to do a better show <laughs> let's be honest here i didn't just leave my ass off for six months to be a shit dancer <laughs> we've got dancing with the stars in australia so maybe you can bring some of those tapes along and pass it on to uh the networks here and they can maybe invite so you can go one better that way <gasps> that's cheating though isn't it no nah, it's not no. cheating nah come on that's fine fab, fab. We'll, we'll pass it fab. on we'll 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 vouch absolutely <laughs> if I have your permission, I'll I'll do it. Of course, my permission carries a lot in this country, Brooke. You will soon find I that know. out. Yes, I know exactly. But Perth, I said Perth, Melbourne, Adelaide, Sydney, Brisbane. I mean, out of the obvious of Sydney, Brisbane, I'm sure you know a lot of that sort of stuff. Do you do you look up on some of these places? I can't imagine Perth was ever on the bucket list. Great city, so I mean, you know, do you sort of look forward to visiting these places in Australia that you maybe never really considered visiting in the past? This is the thing, like, this is an opportunity I would never have gotten. A lot of my friends actually live in Sydney, and I think a lot of, there's a massive Irish connection in Sydney and Melbourne. But um, Perth is what, this is what the people have told me. It's the most Australian, like, authentically Australian place without all the tourists. Does that make sense? Yeah, I could, could, it's it's very isolated. And uh, I think people in Perth are very Mm. proud of the fact that they're sort of in their own little world out west it's not a place that a lot of australians would just go oh this weekend let's go to perth because for us it's a long flight it's being in sydney it's quicker to fly to new zealand than it is to fly to perth so they're in their oh own little world there so i would i would feel that yeah very unique place perth great city you'll love it i think i will love it like i really do think i love it i think i love every single city heard brisbane brisbane is the warmest mm-hmm. absolutely yes mm. uh, a bit humid yeah, bit these humid are just there. small little fixed Small little effects that I'm picking up. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Adelaide, I, I mean, honestly, they've got pigs in the mall. So there's a fun little uh, activity. What? Little statues of pigs. So you can get involved in that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I will definitely be getting involved in that. Do you know I wanted a pet pig? Um, <laughs> but then I got a, a, bit, a hairless cat instead. Hey. Because it was like. Kind I of was the same. Like, <laughs> basically the same thing. Yes. Basically. Does it snort? <laughs> Does the cat snort? <laughs> No, uh, but it does 
Dubs with extremely smelly shits. Okay, well, I think that's the same thing, right? So it's Me too. it's close. Bring it to Adelaide. It will fit right in well with the, the pigs, maybe. No. <laughs> There's no. more to do in Adelaide than pigs in the mall, by the way, uh, not to shit on our good friends there in Adelaide. But what – so no. it's a Eurovision – preview party so i believe going to be looking at all the songs there'll be sort of votes going on that night having a bit of fun with it performing all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff uh, i mean other things that people can expect by coming to these shows well look i obviously haven't been in eurovision like form because i've been doing dancing with the stars but hopefully i can learn some of the entries this year and then do some of them possibly one from voyager yes. although i'm not a rock singer but i could try <laughs> and do something like that look i don't know i'm not gonna lie i haven't planned anything yet on the 21 hour flight over i'm sure i can think of something <laughs> you might be able to learn all the lyrics then to voyager and, and all the other the tracks there because there is some epic songs this year i'm really looking forward to to covering it one of the ones uh we were talking a little bit about off air finland cha 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 uh, now can we, how amazing is this song it's stuck in my head right now i just you mention it it gets stuck in your head the film clip they're boxing i mean when i think of finland i think of boxing oh like you're on top of it right now i mean when you look at a song like that do you give that a a good chance of going far or at least standing out as one of the highlights of 2023 Easily, in my opinion. But then again, I thought I would qualify as well. <laughs> <laughs> should have. Should have, Brooke. Still saying. <laughs> you were robbed. You were but like, robbed. But what I mean is, like, the staging is so incredible and eye-catching. I don't see how it couldn't go far. Do you know what I mean? Like, it has everything. Mm. And it has – it had 2 million views before it had even been listened, been sub, like been qualified. It hasn't even been chosen. Yeah. So when you've got a song like that, you've got a gem like that, it's amazing for Finland. Like, I mean – yeah, I do think that's going to be a, a real key one this year. Obviously, Tattoo by Lorraine. I mean, I listen to it every morning. Sorry. Sorry. Cliché. It's You have to with a queen like Lorraine, though. I mean, come on. We've, oh, all, we've all been in love with Euphoria yeah. for a decade. I mean, it's taken her, what, mm-hmm. 11 years to, to come back. And this is the thing with Sweden, though, isn't it? I mean... They could put in a, a five-year-old out of primary school and they when the shot was winning because they just seem to produce <laughs> good songs and good music. But Laureen, I mean, she's got to be second to ABBA in terms of greatness from that country in Eurovision almost, doesn't she? Well, in my, my in your opinion, I'm going to say, yeah. Yeah. Like royalty at this stage. And, do you know, it's it's probably scary for her to enter. Like, she still had to go through Melody Fest and, like, like that is... She has a lot of weight in her shoulders. People expecting her to win. And that's like pressure itself. Like she didn't have to come back. She'd already done it. She could do a Johnny Logan. Yeah. She could do. That would mean if Sweden win, then they're on the same amount of wins as Ireland. I believe so. That is correct. Yeah. And what mm-hmm. a way to do it with another multiple winner, of course, as you said, the, the great uh, Johnny, Johnny Logan with that aspect, which I still yeah. that's such a fun, for a country like Australia, we're so obsessed with Eurovision, but... For the most part, if you were to just quiz the average Australian on which country have won the most Eurovision titles, I guarantee you 95% of them would say Sweden and I bet you 5% would say Ireland because not many people, I think, kind of realise that as a tribute fact that Ireland is actually the greatest Eurovision country in terms of amount of times won. Well, you know, not to blow smoke or anything. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, at the same time, it happened. We won at the very beginning when it was just created and, like, that. It's a different competition. It's a different animal now. 
Yeah. Completely different animal. I think there was eight countries in it, I think, whenever we were, whenever we were still coming counts. out on top. It still counts. We, 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 it's like we, we are not taking it away from us. We're just being real. Please don't. We, I mean, we, we kind of still have that thing in Australia where Dami Im was robbed on that year that uh, they changed the voting. We would have won it in 2015 had they not changed the voting in 2016. No. But, hey, you know, we're, we're, we're exactly on that same page. In terms of Ireland this year, I mean, uh, Wild Youth, we are one. Do you get an opportunity? Is there sort of like a passing of the baton, like as last year's entry? Do you then go speak to them about what they can experience or is that something that you will do sort of closer to the actual event? Of course. Like I've openly talked about what I like would think they could do and like they've been incredible so far. Like they're, they're already a touring band. They've already got so much experience. But like the main thing for them is to really just soak it all up because it's that's when people fall in love with you and they fall in love with what you do and you just your vision is such a such a family and to be even welcomed in is an honor in itself so i just hope that they will take that and run with it do you know what i mean yeah did they wear the are they going to wear the face coverings in the in the performance i noticed i hope not no i I like it i think it kind of adds to a bit of spark bit of sparkle going on there and the in the film, you think place? so? But they're pretty. They're pretty boys. I think you can like, half and half, maybe. I mean, sort of bring back the COVID. Maybe, look, yeah, right? half and half. You know. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't, but if it's up to them, I'm not the creative director. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, when it comes to sort of that family that you mentioned, I mean, with that rich Irish history, is there kind of <clears throat> like a a secret WhatsApp group or something that you've got like? Johnny Logan on or something, Dustin the turkey. I mean, are you sort of messaging him every now and then <laughs> saying, hey, you got no, Dustin I message, Island? <laughs> no, I message Linda Martin and Nee Kavanaugh quite regularly just right. because they're, um, they're brilliant. But that's like literally got a message from Linda Martin this morning. Like I just, it, they're just so funny, like so funny. <laughs> and, and I honestly just have a wee thing for girl power. Do you know what I mean? Why not? So, I've never spoke to Johnny Logan. Would you believe that? Never. Wow. I thought that would just be like when you automatically get selected for Ireland. It's kind of like instead of, you know, it's like the Olympics when you get, you know, presented the team uniform. It's just Johnny Logan presenting you sort of you know, the <laughs> microphone. Go go forth and prosper. Sure, I wasn't even at the Eurosong. I wasn't even at Eurosong. Oh, was it year. not invited? Were you too busy with Dancing with the Stars or? Not invited. Oh, Maybe come they assumed on. I was too busy with Dancing with the Stars. I know. What's going on there? Jeez. They probably thought, do you know what? She's got a lot on her plate right now. Yeah. She's, she's international now. Like, you know, yeah, going to Australian to... tours. <laughs> I mean, you know. She, too, too, maybe, too, maybe next year. <laughs> too big for us. I mean, Jedwood, is Jedwood somebody you get? I mean, I know Jared, our co-host, in love with Jedwood. So, I mean, I don't know if, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going through the the, the realms of no, Irish uh, singers here, Brooke. <laughs> I've never met Jedward. Oh, wow. I know. Jeez. But like, they feel like they're doing their own thing now. Like they're just, they're just relaxing, doing some TikToks. Like they're just doing whatever (laughs) they, like they've just done it already. They've got that name, right? It's kind of like, I I like how sort of, I shouldn't have really introduced you as Brooke Scully. It should just be Brooke. Because it's kind of like Madonna, right? It's just that one name that people need to refer to you as. <laughs> that was the intention. That was the intention. I mean, we're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's notoriety, all... <laughs> such as Madonna, Britney, like Cher. Yes, exactly. Totally. One word, Beyonce, <laughs> right? Like it's just the it's these oh, one word singers that kind of uh, go that way. When <laughs> when Eurovision ends, I saw in an interview that you were doing sort of about. It, you go home and obviously all that excitement that comes from competing and then you you sort of mm-hmm. go home. 
How do you try and get that excitement levels back? Obviously doing things like Dancing with the Stars, recording, releasing new music, getting a bit of notoriety mm-hmm. out there in public. But do you just sort of come back one weekend and go, oh, fuck it, I've got to hit the clubs. I've got, I got some music. I've got to do something here because it's sort of, I can imagine it's so overwhelming and it's just to go back home to your, no, no disrespect to your hairless cat, but I'm sure it's no Eurovision when you go back home <laughs> to your cat. <laughs> but it was nice to take a break. Like, I'm not going to lie. It took me a whole month to get over Eurovision. Like, wow. in terms of my body was exhausted. Exhausted. I don't know how. Well, at the same time, I was going out consistently in Turin and singing in all the nightclubs and honestly I don't regret a single thing that we did we did everything that we could everybody had great things to say about us and our team we were just we just did everything and and it's such an all-consuming competition that it nearly feels like the end of the world when it's over but then life just goes on life just goes on until next year when you go and you feel the excitement again and I'm sure I'll be in Liverpool doing something. I don't know what, but um, that like team that was with Sam Raider are now in charge of what's happening with Eurovision. And it's just been an incredible experience. I owe everything to Eurovision. All my confidence, like it's just keeps getting bigger and bigger because I'm doing different shows and doing different things. And I'm very grateful, completely so grateful for all of it. And like there's none of it is wasted on me whatsoever. It's the fans who I can imagine that not only in Turin, but is coming here to They don't Australia. go anywhere. They don't. They they, they stay don't right, anywhere. and that's what we're going to uh, no doubt going to discover here in Australia. Because I can imagine it's also messages you're getting on social media. Do you get sort of ones from Australia, and sort of are you expecting something from Australian Eurovision fans that maybe might be different to what you've experienced over there in Europe? I got a message this morning. I get messages every day. I got a message on. on <laughs> I'll stop sending them, Brooke. I'm sorry about that. I just got very excited ahead of this interview today. What can I say? I'll stop. Funny enough. It was a band. No, I didn't. Um, so basically, the message was like, hey, bro, I just want to say a massive thank you. You changed my life with that stretch. I used to be a bank manager, and then I, I quit, and I'd done OnlyFans, and now I'm making more money than I ever could. Wow. So I was like, thank you. I know. So that stretch inspired all the all the OnlyFans go-getters out there. That is, um, that, that, your, there's a song in there, surely. Like, I mean, they've been inspired by that. There's a sequel to That's Rich Alone right there that they were a bank manager and doing OnlyFans. Okay. Sure. Why not? Well, no longer a bank monitor. Yeah. Now they just... Only... <laughs> Do they send you a link and go, here's a free month subscription? I mean... No, I actually <laughs> might reply and ask for the link because I do deserve a free month I prescription. So. I, I, come on. Without without you, they wouldn't be doing OnlyFans. So they're kind of making money thanks to you. So uh, that... Yeah, you're welcome. That's <laughs> that's got to be the uh, the best reward from competing at Eurovision. Uh, <laughs> He's getting... That was the highlight of yeah. my year. Wow. That yeah. um yeah, Buck is second on Dancing with the Stars. Uh, <laughs> I'm used to losing, yeah, but I gain uh, so much in other ways. I'm overwhelmed. I mean, I I don't know uh, how many of last year's uh, entries at Eurovision can say that they inspired somebody to join OnlyFans. Um, that. No, yeah, I know. That that is absolutely well, insane. <laughs> some say some say we lost. I say we won. <laughs> I think we won at life. That's uh, the main thing that Ireland can take away from that. Ooh. When it when it <laughs> comes to the actual performance, like obviously coming here, coming to these venues, performing, singing, is it more about the showcasing your music or more about sharing the experience with the fans back to the fan point of view, because obviously it's a bit of a balance of both that you want to kind of have a good time there. But I mean, I'm sure 
the questions that people can ask you while you're here and the photos and that sort of stuff mixed with the performing. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, best of both worlds for you there. Well, look, for me, it's 50-50. It's for me, it's obviously about music, but it's also about everyone that helped me get there. And to be invited to Australia by OGA, like I just can't, I can't believe it. Like I genuinely can't believe it. And I'm so, so excited to go and have so much fun with everybody because that's what it's about. You want everyone to have fun and I want to be like an orchestrator of that. So it's going to be whatever they want me to do. I am there for that time slot. <laughs> you're in a, you're in a great part of the year too, in terms of, I'm not sure how much of a sports fan you are, but particularly for in Melbourne, you got to hit up Australian football because that's an experience. So it's very, if you sort of into, obviously Ireland does Gaelic football very well and it's kind of, I guess, mm. similar-ish, but the atmosphere that you can have, going on there and then obviously you got rugby in sydney which obviously you know huge in ireland as well you've just won the six nations so congratulations we just won the grand slam exactly yep. so uh, i mean i'm trying to think of these cultural things too brooke that you can sort of do in this time of year because as i was saying to you off air it's very warm for this time of year all of a sudden so you can still got beach mm-hmm. weather mixed with sort of like a, a chilled night and kind of going off and doing some you know early winter activities so uh Trying to help yeah. you out here rather than just doing the, oh, there's the opera house, you know, like, yeah, everyone does that. Come on. Let's go canoeing. <laughs> kind of no, I know. Out. And I want to do the sunrises and I want to see, I just feel like it's got so much to offer and it's another, never an opportunity that I would have had before. So I'm going to just go and try everything. Exactly. And get on dancing with the stars in Australia. That's, that's all I can say. Yeah. One better. On at the minute. Yes. Uh, I don't know, but I surely they're due to have a season very soon. So you might be here at a perfect mm. time. Bring the tapes. Come on. <laughs> Show them the clips. They will get I don't, them. I don't think there's ever been a Eurovision uh, singer on Dancing with the Stars Australia. So, you know, ticking the right, boxes. Well- Sheldon the Riley, better guess, exactly. <laughs> Don't think he's quite there yet. Brooke, uh, obviously, uh, we're going to see you here in Australia very, very shortly. You are in Perth on the 26th, Melbourne on the 31st, Adelaide on the 1st, Sydney on the 14th, and the 15th in Brisbane. Tickets are available via the Australian Eurovision Fan Club, and we will link that on our social media. We're looking forward to seeing you here, Brooke, uh, on our shores, and uh, bring on the tour. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you so much. This has been super fun. Massive, massive thanks to Brooke there for her time. Such a fun chat. What a way to break our duck here on Eurovision with our very first ever guest. A massive thanks to Brooke for her time and to Brooke's management, particularly to Ronan, for organising that for us today. And we're hoping to catch up with Brooke in person when she is in the country in a few weeks' time. And if we do manage to have that happen, you, of course, will see all of that, not only here on an episode, but on our social channels as well. And while I'm mentioning it, search for Eurovision. We are available, of course, on Facebook and on Twitter. And just a clarification for all the appearances. I'll go over these one more time if you're listening to us and want to catch Brooke in person, see her perform and come to one of her Eurovision watch parties. If you're in Perth, 26th of March, it's only a couple of days away when we're releasing this episode, performing at the Connections Nightclub on the 26th of March. In Melbourne on the 31st, Rivers Edge Events. In Adelaide on the 1st of April at Diverse City. In Sydney on the 14th of April, Pado RSL. And the Prince Concert Hotel in Brisbane on the 15th of April. If you want details, more details I should say, and where to get those tickets, if you head to ogaeaustralia.com forward slash events, you will find all of the links there 
for you to be able to purchase tickets. And while you're there, sign up to the official Australian Eurovision fan club. That way you can uh, support Eurovision fans right across the country. And if you love Eurovision, which I'm assuming you do, if you're listening to this podcast, then what a way to be able to support it. We are so close as well to Eurovision for 2023. And as you heard me say to Brooke there, it is an absolutely incredible year. This might be my favorite ever year for Eurovision, folks, because some of the songs this year are absolutely incredible. I'm saying about 60 to 70% of these songs are absolute bangers, and it's going to be hard to predict a winner this year. I can tell you that right now. But in a couple of months' time, of course, Jared, myself, and Alex will be back to go over all of them in our regular format of episodes. And we are very much hoping this year have a very special guest throughout these episodes, at least one of them, maybe more, Colin Hilding, who, of course, you did hear on our Eurovision movie review a couple years back, the Netflix movie. And if you listen to any of our other shows, you hear him constantly on the Oz Network, on 007, on Off the Podium. He is a Eurovision virgin. As a Canadian, not really into Eurovision. It's not really a thing there. But this is the very first year he is committed to watching it, and we're going to get all of his insight into what he thinks of Eurovision and the songs this year, and particularly with the songs that we do have available this year. I am sure we are in for an absolute treat with Colin's opinion. So stay tuned for that. That will be happening, of course, in May. And as I mentioned, if you want to stay up to date with everything we're going on, Facebook and Twitter, search for your Vision, and you will be able to find all of that. Big thanks again to Brooke for her time here on the show. Remember to go and get your tickets for the Brooke Australian Eurovision Party Tour in Perth, Adelaide, Brisbane, Melbourne, and Sydney, or if you're in Tassie, where I'm from, you can catch a plane. It's generally what we have to do when it comes to these events. To close it out, of course, we've got to hear that's Rich by Brooke. Of course, that's the only way we're going to close it out because it's rich and it's right now here on Eurovision. Thanks again for listening and we will speak to you again very shortly. Take your mirror off the wall Ain't she getting bored of your reflection I'm tired of dodging all your calls You want to be the tenor of attention Stupid, that's right.